peace, 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 peace. It's Andrew, the promised child, once again. And welcome to the ATPC Powerful Positive Talk. And today we have a special guest who's going to be up very soon, right? Going to be up very soon. And this show is pretty much about, you know, just collaborating with other people. You know what I'm saying? Um, shining a light on up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Shining a light on people who know what they talk about. You know, um, I like to learn. So I know I don't know everything. So I created this show so I can ask people questions about things that I don't know. And if I do know a little bit about it, they might know a whole lot about it. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, this is a special thing, you know, I'm going to be breaking this to you every, every, every Sunday. Every Sunday. You know, powerful, positive interviews. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. You know, um, it's been a wonderful day. Every day is always a wonderful day. For the simple fact, it's a wonderful day because I got to wake up. I got to wake up. I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? Everything else, I can handle. Everything else, you can handle. But you alive. And that's what's important, that you are alive. You know, um, you get to see another day to go after your dreams, to chase your dreams, you get to see another day, man. Another day. And that's what's important. That's what's lit. Waking up is lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's lit. Like, oh, it's not, I'm alive. So, by me being alive, I can still, go, I can go after my dreams. I can still accomplish my goals. I still can make this thing a reality. That's what's lit. That's what's lit. You know what I'm saying? And if you want any material possessions or any material things, you can have those things. You can have them. You know what I'm saying? You can have them. But I'm just saying, be thankful for life. Be thankful that you can breathe. You know, that's what I'm saying. Be thankful for that. Be happy for that. You know what I'm saying? Be happy for that. Like, that's what I'm happy for. You know, so that's the most exciting thing, you know, about to get me, you know, preaching up in here. So we're going to go ahead and bring the good sister on. Let's go ahead and get up in here. I'm doing king-tastic, god-tastic, black-tastic, all that good stuff. Love to see it. That's what's up. Yeah, so, um, I was, uh, I went to Amazon, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I was looking up your, um, your books, right? And there's one that you wrote that I didn't know that you wrote. Uh-huh. And it's called, um, where is it? I got it right here. The, uh, the 22, no, the 2020 vision. Vision, yep. Yeah, the 2020 vision. And I was looking at it and reading it, right? And I want you to, like, explain how you came up with that creative process of writing that book and what actually sparked that thought for that book. Okay, so 
before I wrote that one, there were a few stories that I had in mind, but I got writer's block with it. And then that's when I took some memories that I had from childhood. And then I thought about like different things with my, my imagination and put that into a novel. So it's a mix of some truth, some imagination, and it turns into a story that a lot of readers really love. So I'm grateful. Okay. Okay. Um, your book, your podcast, Flourish Your Footprints, right? I'll be watching that. What is that? What sparked that podcast and what made you want to do that podcast? Because there's a few topics that I want to go over that you like actually talked about. Mm-hmm. That was exciting to me, like, and it's like something that I would speak on. So what, like, actually got you started with um, your podcast, Anchor? Okay, so with the podcast, that really came from, like, growing up, I had a lot of guidance and mentorship. You know, my parents, they always guided me in the right direction, made sure I was on the right path and did what I was supposed to do to, you know, just have my life together and know what to do, you know, know what to do regardless of whether they're here or not to guide me so they just want to make sure you know I was good on my own and I really wanted to do the podcast as a philanthropy type of thing like inspirational philanthropy because I feel like without their guidance and so many other people's I don't know where I would be as a young adult like you know that really put me on the map because you know I could be somewhere you know just living in shambles living in lack whatever so you know that really just made me want to give back because I'm just like I'm grateful to receive this knowledge, wisdom, and all that good stuff. So it's only right to give it back. And that's where the podcast was birthed from. And then also another thing was a lot of my friends will always say, I give the best advice. And I would say, okay, well, since a lot of people tell me that it must be true. So I might as well give that back in a podcast. So it's like, you felt destined to do that. Like might as well, I'm doing it anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't no wrong with that. Um, so how many books you have written so far? Three. You wrote three books. Can you name all three books for me, please? And for the audience? Yeah. It's A Glimpse of Her World, 2020 Vision, and Flourishing Footprints, A Guide to Walk into Your Flourishful Future. All right. So what is like the uh, creative process of writing a book? I would say it's really just mostly imagination and some truth. You could take your life experiences like I did and mix it with imagination or you could just just do pure imagination or pure truth it's really up to you and it's very free like i love the freedom in that process because you don't have anyone breathing out your neck telling you how to be creative so i really love that so is it like uh you in a quiet room with meditation music or you just take inspiration from like the earth or like what is it like that actually you know sparks your creativity because i know for me like when i when i write Mm-hmm. I can have a conversation with somebody and be like, yo, I'm going to write on it. So, like, for you, like, what like what draws that energy to say, you know what, I'm about to dive in? Um, I've always been like that, honestly. I can't really explain it. Like, I've been a creative person ever since I could remember. Like, it just comes so natural for me. So, yeah, I just love to tap into my imagination, really. That's where I get a lot of my, you know, motivation for it from. So, yeah, and plus, I um, also have photographic memory and a good memory like i can remember what somebody said verbatim (laughs) Mm -hmm. things like that like um and that ties into one of my podcast titles like find value in every moment like i can remember something someone said it could be something they said years ago and i'll somehow remember it and then i'll tie that into something inspirational so it's kind of like odd to explain but it's something you know you just know you can't really explain it that's Mm -hmm. just 
I get that all the time when people be like, yo, why you go so hard? And it's like, yo, because I, I feel like it's just normal. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a normal thing to do. So one of the things that you talked about on here, um, I got some notes over here, and you wrote something. Uh, you talked about this on your podcast, and it says, stop watering your deficits. Like, that was, like, dope to me. Like, can you go into deeper detail? Of, and, like, what made you come up with that? Like, what was going through your mind that day, or what was you going through? For you to actually come up with that topic. So I would say really I was complaining about some things I was going through, some personal things, and I was just thinking like I need to stop watering my deficits. Like I would say, Oh, I need this to get this done and I don't have that resource and my mom as well, she was saying, Stop complaining about it, just make it happen. And that really just sparked it as well, because I'm just like, I really need to stop watering these deficits and I think it was on a podcast or somewhere I heard it was saying, like, stop talking about your problems because you're giving life to it. Instead, take it and, and go for what you need to do. And that's why when I wrote that, I was just like, yeah, like, this is helping me. So I need to put this out for my listeners to hear as well. Well, it helped me out. Oh, like, I actually listened to it um, like two days ago. When I heard I was like, yo, I got to, you know, I got to ask her about this. Like, real talk. Um, there was something else that you... um talked about and it says there's people waiting to be employed by you mm. that's another thing that's dope like how did you come up with that and like you know speak on that song so with that podcast i feel like um and it ties into a lot what you talk about as well like um go hard for your dreams and never stop going and i feel like all of our ideas could be a business in some way and i feel as though whenever you're employing people you're preventing crime on the streets. The people standing on the streets, they could be having a job that could be, you know, from your idea or a current business that you have running. And I just think that when you really go after your entrepreneurship journey, then that can put a lot of positivity into the world. So, you know, there could be somebody where it's like, wow, if your business was, you know, a, or if your idea rather was an actual business, you know, I would love to work for you. Or you may have some people that are just bold, like, hey, can I have a job? So that's why I was just thinking, like, there's people waiting to be employed by you. And I seen that quote somewhere, too. And I was just like, that could be a good podcast. And I just spoke on it more. So, yeah, that really helped me as well. So, yeah, when I seen it, it actually reminded me of um, one of these messages that I wrote. Mm-hmm. And it's called uh, Focus on Your Dreams. And right. then I said, the dream is not just for you. It's for other people as well. Exactly. You know, so that like that that coincides with each other, like that goes together. You know, like when they when they created the car, you thinking it was just for Ford, but no, look how many people were impacted and affected by like the actual car or when the Wright brothers created the airplane, you thinking like, yo, oh, the plane just for them. No, that don't affect everybody. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's dope. Um, another thing that I seen that you had on there is private life, happy life, mm-hmm. right? And that's something like, um, I only been on the internet maybe for like four years now, mm-hmm. right? And I think like when I first got on here, it was like kind of hard for me to actually separate like my personal life from here. So you go like to some of my, uh, beginning of my like time on the internet, you'll see some personal business out there that should have never been out there. Mm-hmm. And myself, I was like, no, hold up. Some things just don't need to be out there. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, like you don't need to put everything about your life online. So what actually um, was going through your mind when you was actually doing that? 
I just think people are nosy. You know, it's the internet, social media age. So if you want to find out somebody's business, that's just in the tap of a finger. You can find out whatever you want to find. So I just think that, you know, you should leave people curious and, you know, make people wonder sometimes. Leave some mystery. You don't have to air all your business. And I just think that when you do that, that leaves people to be able to put words in your mouth and you get tied up with the he say, she say. And I personally don't like being involved in stuff like that. So I just think the less people know about me, the better. <laughs> yeah, like not being like, you know, weird or sneaky or anything, but it's just, you know, some things are just my business. Like everybody. that. So, yeah, I just think when you don't get people to do all that, you're happier. True. True. Big truth. We ain't gonna say big facts. Big truth. You know, facts can change over time. Truth. You know, that doesn't change. Um, it was something else that you had on here. And um, for the listeners, what I'm doing is we're going over um, the, her her podcast, right, um, which is a dope podcast. I feel like you should go over there and check her podcast out. And she's spitting game. And listen, she's not long-winded. She comes straight two, three minutes and straight giving you straight fire. You know what I'm saying? Straight fire. So it was another thing that you talked about that was like, Blew my mind, right? Because I know a lot of people could, you know, um, like, they feel like, yo, they got a lot of time, right? And you said, find value at every minute. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't appreciate their time. They think, like I always say, they think they got a thousand years to live, right? <clears throat> so I want you to speak on that as well. Okay, so with find value in every moment. I just think that so many people, they kind of like don't really live in the moment and soak in the value in it. Like, I feel like we should make the most out of it. Like whenever you're around loved ones and people you care about, you know, you should, you know, check in, see how everybody's doing, actually converse with people instead of being buried in a phone. Like, you know, find value in these moments because I feel like when you're in fellowship, regardless of who you're around, there's value that you can pick up from all different types of people. So I feel like, you know, just finding value in those moments through listening, you know, just, you know, being aware of who is. Okay, we're back. All right, okay. Yeah. Did you catch the last thing I said? No, I didn't catch it. You have to want some of that back. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just saying um, everybody has value to give in some way. So when you're just living in the moment and being aware, then you can soak in those gems that are available to you. Okay, yeah, that's dope. I like that breakdown as well. Um, The expired version of you? Oh, my goodness. By me being a... uh, former clubber because i used to club party every night by me being an ex-dealer um a lot of people try to you know treat you as or they still see you as the person you were four or five years ago so when you actually spoke on that that actually touched this touched my heart like for real for real like it really touched me like for real so i want you to like go into detail like what what was going through your mind? What happened that day? Like, what made you, you know, speak on that? So, this goes back 
all the way home. So, <laughs> um, and, and, and hold on, before you do that, by the way, y'all, all these topics are actually on the podcast. Tell them the name of the podcasters, and then, you know, do your thing. So it's called the Flourishing Footprints Podcast, and then I'll answer your question. So, like I was saying, it goes all the way home. So, like I said in the beginning, um, I had a lot of guidance and mentorship growing up, so, you know, my parents were always active parents. They pointed me in the right direction. And as I grew up, I feel like that created misconceptions of me as an adult. So a lot of people, they would kind of like forget like how old I really am. And <laughs> they'd be like, oh, um, well, I know I know your parents keep close eye on you. Like I'm in my 20s being asked, am, am I allowed to be at certain places or do certain things? And I'm like, hmm. Like, what are you talking about? I'm grown. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like they saw the expired version of me years later, and that got really annoying. So, I mean, like, people calling you little girl when you're grown. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grown. I got my life together. Like, show me some respect, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I just got tired of people, like, just seeing that expired version of me. And it made me want to speak on it because I'm just like, no matter how much improvement I do or you know, how much knowledge I drop, people are going to see me. And in general, people are going to see whoever they want to see, however they want to see them, no matter how much time passed or how much that person changed. And I just feel like you can't make anyone see you in a different, like you just have to do the best for you. And, you know, if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. But don't ever stay stagnant. Like always, you know, just do what's best for you and flourish. So That's dope. That's dope. Right. Um, it's another topic. Now, I might butcher this one, but I know you're going to know what I'm talking about when I say it, it says stop that. Yeah, you had on the pot. Yeah, I had butchered it up. It says, uh, stop downgrading bad people and upgrade the good people. That's not the actual title, but, you know, um, I want you to speak on that. Okay, so I feel like a lot of us, we tend to upgrade the wrong people and downgrade the right people, which isn't good. It's really the opposite. It doesn't make any sense, but I feel like we've all done it at some point. And it's really just like, you know, don't give don't give temporary people long-term benefits or your loyalty. And I feel like giving your loyalty to the wrong people is playing yourself in the long run. Cause it's just like, why would I give my good energy and loyalty to somebody who could care less about me, my growth, my well-being, and really just don't want the best for me. It doesn't make any sense. So I just feel like, you know, we need to stop treating the right people like crap and not saying treat bad people bad. Cause you know, two wrongs don't make it right, but just get rid of them. That's all. So, yeah, I feel you. Uh, I ain't, I don't have no time to uh, be around no negative people, no bad people. I mean, being around them just sucks the energy out of you. Oh my really? goodness! Yes, it's crazy. Like, it sucks energy out of you. It's like I, I'm not saying that I'm better than you, bro. Or I'm not saying that I'm better than you, sis. But you keep that over there because I, all I'm focusing on is. You know, creativity, positivity, you know, uh, powerful, positive talks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I'm focused on. Um, 
It's another thing that you said that stood out to me and I had to write it down. It says the least to say, but the least to offer. Oh, oh my God. goodness. <laughs> and that reminds me uh, of the old folks saying when they say uh, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what that reminds me of. Um, let's go into detail about it. Let's talk about it. So I've actually witnessed that with people that I know a few times. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, if y'all don't just be quiet. (laughs) But I feel like you got to be the solution instead of the stress. Like, if I don't like something, like, I don't have to keep going on and on and on just complaining about it. Either I'm going to be solution oriented or I'm going to be silent. It's one or the other. So pick your side, because if you just want to be the stress, get away from me. And Mm -hmm. I feel like people have enough going on in their lives, especially now with, like, you know, covid and all these other things going around you know a lot of people are losing their minds and not in the best mental health status so why would you be an asset to their their um you know mental health's detriment and complain and i feel like a lot of people don't look at it like that because i feel like when you complain it's bathed in a negative energy and then it's kind of like you're splashing that on everybody else so why do all that when you could just be the solution or be quiet as simple as that Big truth, big truth. You hear that all the time. And we should do this. We should do that. And it should be done like this. And if I was you, I would do it like this. And no, you don't do something about it then. You know, if you was me, the problem, you not me. You know, and I'm not you. So you go do it, you know. So um, you got be on your own time. Now explain to me what's that about. So I feel like at a certain point, you got to have autonomy and be independent and that's what my parents taught me as well like they're really my source of a lot of this inspiration that i give every week and i feel like you know being on your own time and your own dime like you don't want to be codependent on someone else for things that you can do yourself so i feel like if i don't if i don't have my own car or don't work to get that or at least you know do whatever like I can work for that instead of like, oh, you know, this person needs to take me here or you catch the attitude because people don't have time to cater to what you got to do. And at some point, that's not okay. Like, it's okay. Of course, like, you know, you're a kid, teenager, right? You're not expected to be established yet. But when you hit a certain age, when you're grown, you got to, you know, get on your grind and do what's best for you. So, you know, being on your own time is so much freedom in that, like, you don't got to wait around for nobody because I, I don't like waiting around on nobody. I like being on Taj's time, <laughs> Taj's time only. <laughs> yes, no, I, I agree. Yes. I Definitely. And I'm on your own dime. I, I'm just a firm believer in that. Like, that's one of my family's main, like, you know, principles and mindsets because it's like being on your own dime. You don't have to be a slave to someone else and, you know, just be waiting on people, you know, looking like, Looking like, you know, you just can't get yourself together because we all have the ability to do that, but it all depends if we have the motivation to go get it. So, I, like, you know, it's okay because I know we all take a fall sometimes, but at some point, get back up on your feet. So, yeah, just like being on your own time and dying is important because, you know, you want to stand 10 toes down on, you know, your own feet, not somebody else. Right. Um, so we were ready to wrap it up. So it's three more questions I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. And I know that the uh, people that's watching and for the future viewers who are going to come back and watch this video, which will be on YouTube, uh, Promise Child TV, for anyone to um, check out the full video. But um, we talked about this in the last interview, right? But that was like two years ago, maybe two, three years ago. And um, 
a lot of people would like to know, how do you write a book? Um, how do they become an author? And I would like for you to break that process down. What website they can use, app, you know? Yeah, so you can go on Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing. You could just Google it and the link will come right up. And then you just create an account and then it'll have a step-by-step to where you can just follow it. And then I would recommend just going to Google Docs and that's where you can type your manuscript. And for anyone who may not know what that means, that's basically your book. So all of its contents. And you just type that up, you know, number the pages, edit it and everything. And then they show you what to do after that. And they also have a customer service number where you can ask any questions. But it's all self-publishing. So definitely interesting. Okay. Do you... um? Do you have like do do you have full ownership or do you have to share with the the company that you published to? You got published to. No, I have full ownership. You got full ownership. That's that's great. I um second question. Uh, what would you say to an up and coming author who's like, yo, I want to write a book because you just you just gave them the breakdown where they could go and write the book, right? right? But they like, I want to write a book, but I don't know what to write about. I got writer's block or they procrastinate. They just don't know what to do. What advice would you have for them? I would say just write and, you know, whatever sticks out to you, keep writing it. Or if you feel like the story isn't really going anywhere, just start all over. Like I said, with 2020 vision, there was about three stories that didn't make it before that one stuck with me. And I was able to come up with 216 pages out of that. So just keep going and never stop. And don't think that what you have to say isn't valuable because you never know who read. Yes, say that one more time. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Say that one more time. Just keep going because you know everything you have to say is valuable, and you never know what readers that could touch. So, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that's woo! I try to tell people that because they feel like because they don't have a million dollars or a million followers that. Their opinion don't mean nothing. Like what? So please, like, just break that old mindset. Just throw it in the trash, because you know. You- <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, you just gotta go after it. Like you know, when I started writing books, I had no clue who this would touch, and I was actually shocked. Like people, at least expected coming up to me, like, "Hey, um, you know, I really enjoyed what you said here, and you know, this stuck out to me in this different way." So. I feel like you just got to go out on that limb and just be free. Mm. All right, so this is going to be the last question. Okay. Right? A young sister, right? Mm-hmm. Or even a young brother, teenager, you know. Uh, what would it be like a day like? What's a day like with Taj? Like, if they want to come hang out with you, like, what's the, what would that day be like? Is it hard work all day? Is it fun? Is it a balance? Like, what's that day like? It's because I see it on your page. You be you be lit. <laughs> you be lit now. You be having the ball. Ain't no wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to enjoy life. But um, for most of the week, I just work. And then, um, you know, I work my job. And then I'll come home, maybe just get something to eat. And um, really, I just keep going, like, uh, it, it's so crazy because it's so natural to me and I feel like even listening to your podcast helps with that like when you say no time for chilling you ain't got a trillion dollars in your account like you got to keep going and yup yup it's on the wristbands and I try to keep that in mind but um yeah I'll come home and then start working on my businesses and um I started making candles I have a sneaker line out now so I'm like okay I can design some sneakers yeah thank you thank you 
you know, I'll design some sneakers or I'll think about what candle scents I can create or, you know, start working on my next candle labels, designing that. So I feel like, you know, there is no time for chilling, like you said, literally. And then on the weekends, you know, I'll just, you know, let loose, go out, party, do what I do, maybe hit up a bar or something. And that's what I'm saying. It's just a good balance. You know, you got to stay on the grind, but still enjoy life. But like too much of anything isn't good. So too much grind ain't good. You know, too much partying ain't good. You got to, you know, balance that out. Okay, I know I said one more question, but I got to ask this. How do you balance being a business owner and working a job? Um, I would say really just staying on a certain schedule and um, really just just writing everything down. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of old school. With it. I still have a paper calendar in my room that I go by. So I'll just like write down what I have to do. And then I'll be like, all right, well, you know, while I'm waiting on this, I could be doing this. And then it's just a certain system I go by to where, you know, it just works for me. All right. Well, I appreciate you, Miss Saj. Um, the number one author in the world, <laughs> number one podcaster in the world. And before I let you go, let the people know where they can get your books from. Uh, when the sneakers coming out, if, if they're not already out, if they out, where they can get that from. Uh, say all your social medias, podcasts. Okay. So you could find me here on Instagram at Taj Norm. That's my personal page, and that's spelled T-A-H-J-N-O-R-M. And the page I'm going live from now is my podcast page, Flourish Your Footprint, so make sure you follow that. And for my sneakers, if you go to my personal Instagram, the Taj Norm one, you'll see the link in my bio. It's tajnorm.footwear.club, and my sneakers are called the Taj Norms. So check that out. And the slogan is Royalty Normalized. Taj means crown. Norm is a part of my last name, Norman. So Royalty Normalized. And Facebook, you can follow my author page, author Taja Norman, T-A-H-J-A, Norman. And YouTube, I'm not really active on there, but y'all can check that out. That's Taj Norm TV. And make sure you listen to my podcast, Flourishing Footprints on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more platforms. So thank you. Oh, do, you said the books, where to get the books from already? Oh, yeah, right. Um, The books are on Amazon, and they're called A Glimpse of a World. 2020 vision and flourishing footprints so you could look any of those up on amazon and you'll find out all right y'all make sure y'all check this good sister out this was a great interview i actually think i did better this time than last time i think i was better prepared this time um i'm just working on getting better at it but i appreciate you for coming on the acpc powerful positive talk and i gotta say this to every guest before we leave all remember that you awesome Remember that you're powerful. Remember that you can do all things. And you got this, sis. Congratulations on everything. Thank you. Peace. All right. See ya. All right.